That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens. A production of WQPT. PBS for the Quad Cities region. A podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is the Cities Podcast. What will a billion dollars buy you these days? Well, we're finding out as the Interstate 74 bridge over the Mississippi River is open to the public. We have weathered a lot to get to this day. Interstate 74 Corridor Project Manager George Ryan has led the team effort that, at the busiest of construction seasons, had 450 people working at the site. Though the project has been delayed, it's still set to be open in 2021 as planned. And we talked with George Ryan about the biggest construction project in Quad City history. You're like a marathon runner who is going through that ticker tape at the very end. Is that the way it feels? Good afternoon. Yes, it, it really does. I mean, we're just super excited to be so close to opening the new Illinois bound structure. And uh, we've still got a lot of work remaining to be done into early next year on that. But, but we're happy to open it up and it it has been a long haul to get here. Oh, absolutely. Sure. You know, I was looking through some of our video. It, go, it dates back to 2011. It dates back to, you know, even before that. And back then we were talking about a completion date sometime in 2021. And we were talking about a $1.4 billion budget. I keep hearing now $1 billion. So is this project now under budget? Well, actually, the budget has changed. There were there was some work to the north that the uh, DOT carried in their program, but that work isn't going to be necessary in the real near future. So the adjustment to one billion was due to taking some of the long term future improvements out of their program. So we're we're at uh, we're at a billion or real close to a billion. You know very well that everyone was keeping an eye on your work. I mean, whether you're an engineer, whether you knew anything about bridge work or construction of a bridge, everybody was watching this. Everyone thought, oh, is the keystone going to be off? Are there problems with delays? Is it tough to do a project like this with so much scrutiny from the public? Because everything you did was seen. It makes it not necessarily tougher, but it makes you second guess here's experts to make sure that we were doing the right things. And, and uh, you know, there are a lot of different people that uh, have input into it. So as long as we're sure at the project level we're doing the right thing, we continue to do the things we need to do to safely and effectively build the project. Is that one of your big prides, actually? Is that, uh, uh, I don't know of anybody who was seriously injured on this project. No, you know what the the safety record and and the contractors they've they've just had an amazing safety record on this project, and uh, the DOTs have promoted safety from day one, as have the contractors, and it's very rewarding to have a project where everyone has been able to go home every night. 
This has been a real unique project as well. Um, I mean, from the basket handle design all the way to the ability to have pedestrian and bicycles on an interstate bridge. I mean, that, at least the latter part, is unheard of. Well, you know, we were very fortunate that, uh, that we were able to get a path that connects just very robust river uh, paths on each side of the river and river um, access there. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty well unheard of. And it, uh, it was a great feature for this project, making the bridge truly multimodal rather than just for vehicular traffic. So, and I know there's a lot of excitement about the bike path and the connectivity that it, uh, it provides. Well, and then you add the fact that, you know, as you said, I mean, this is a bridge that should be maintenance free for a century. It should be here for more than 100 years. I mean, you were really building a few uh, uh, building a bridge for the future. Absolutely. So we've got a lot of attributes of this bridge that were designed to minimize the amount of maintenance needed for 100 years. And if you think about it, that's really incredible. So a lot of thought and care was put into making sure that this is going to be around for a long time for the Quad Cities and really minimize impacts to the traveling public due to uh, required maintenance on the structures. How do you know that this bridge is going to be around that long? And the reason why I ask you that is that in the midst of the construction of the I-74 bridge, now there's talk about replacing the I-80 bridge, which really isn't that old. And there's always talk about more repairs going on the 280 bridge, which is even newer than that. How do you know that this bridge has got that lasting power? Well, because we we put a lot of uh, a lot of preventive. Type things into it. For instance, the deck has stainless steel reinforcement, which really minimizes the amount of potholes that should happen in the deck and prolongs those uh, to happen much further down the line, if at all. So many of those types of things. We've got a health monitoring system that will monitor the bridge and allow the DOTs to do preventative maintenance rather than reacting to issues as they occur. So there's also um, a system of pipes under the bridge so that they can wash the bridge from underneath much easier and uh, more effectively. Thus, they'll they'll rinse it more so that the uh, deposits that end up on beams under bridges don't damage the beams. So a lot of thought was put into making this a hundred plus year bridge. That's pretty interesting. I'd never even heard about that. So it has kind of a self-cleaning system below the bridge. I mean, that's a big deal because as anyone who's been around here, we remember the bridge cleaning on the old uh, I-74 bridge would close down traffic uh, over and over again. Right, and they'll be able to clean the bridge from underneath um, uh, by backing tankers of water up close to the bridge and connecting to the system that's underneath, so it should not impact traffic. This bridge has a lot of bells and whistles. I mean, that's kind of the whole point of it being a signature style bridge, is it not? I mean, all the way from, as we were saying, the bike and, and, and pedestrian pathway to the incredible lighting system and even the, uh, uh, the basket handle design. So, yeah, I, I would say that the, you know, definitely the improvements on I-74 through the Quad Cities, including the bridge, is all state of the art that really benefits the Quad Cities for for 100 plus years to come. So yes, absolutely state of the art in many ways. 
We were talking a little bit earlier about the fact that, you know, people kept an eye on what you were doing. Did you ever have any doubts about that keystone? Because <laughs> everyone was sitting there going, oh, man, these, these, these uh, arches don't look like they're going to meet. They just don't. But you had the mathematics behind you. You had the engineering behind you. Were you pretty certain on both sides of the bridge? So, you know, when you're building a bridge, whether it's an arch or if it's a beam bridge, you always have this knot in your gut when you set the last piece that it's going to fit, no matter how many times you've checked it. So there were some of those thoughts in my head as we went. But what I can tell you is, is we verified by survey each piece of the arches that went up because we had to be within 10 inches when we got to the top. Otherwise, we couldn't have closed it. So we knew when we got there that we were there. But that didn't keep us from getting a knot in our gut as we lowered the last piece in. That's for sure. We always talk about the I-74 bridge, but you are the I-74 corridor project manager. It's really a major issue of how Interstate 74 now travels everywhere from Avenue of the Cities up across the bridge to Middle Road in Bettendorf. Correct. So, you know, it's it's a five and a half mile corridor project. And not only do we have a state-of-the-art bridge in the middle of it, across in the river, but we've also got state-of-art interchanges, and really the corridor combined will give the Quad Cities world-class interstate access from I-74 for years to come. So a lot of great improvements, and, and to an extent, the bridge overshadows that a little bit because yeah. it's such an iconic structure, but there's a lot of good roadway improvements out there that are going to that are going to take the Quad Cities into the next century. And of course, you're always going to have that question of what, what's going to happen now to the old uh, span of the uh, I-74 bridge. Uh, you do know that there is one group that would like to see it preserved, but it seems like it's destined for demolition right now? Well, at this point, um, you know, it is scheduled for demolition and uh, the plans are being prepared for that. And we intend to put that out to contractors sometime in the spring for bid. So. Um, at this point, that's where it is. And, you know, um, there's a lot of interest in how will the bridge be taken down. And actually, I get since we began the project and we got further into it, I get that question almost more than any other question. So um, we'll continue forward and, and see where it takes us. But as I know it right now, yes, the, the structure will be removed uh, starting sometime in 2022. Well, and you talk to a number of engineers who are involved in bridge projects all across this country, I'm sure. I mean, is that a growing uh, push is to preserve some of these old structures and, and to reuse them in some way? Or would this be really unique to the Quad Cities? You know, there are a lot of areas that take a hard look at, at reutilizing uh, bridges like this and, and uh, using them for whatever means. Um, so I don't know that the request to do that is, I mean, it's its a little unusual, but it's its not unheard of. So I think, you know, it's just one of those things the locals looked at it or a group looked at it and thought, hey, this might be a, a nice use for this. And there are a lot of uh, caveats attached with that and the like. So, We'll see where it goes. I, you know, I haven't heard too much on it lately, but we just keep moving forward until instructed to do otherwise. 
Let me ask you one last question that has more to do with you. Uh, you were very, obviously, project manager of the Interstate 74 bridge in the Quad Cities. People may not know that you were also uh, overseeing the uh, Interstate 74 construction in the heart of Peoria as well. That was a major project as well. Are you done with I-74 or is your next, uh, next job going to be somewhere near Decatur or Indianapolis or anywhere else that I-74 may cross a river? Uh, you know, it's it's hard to say. I, I've been very fortunate to be involved with two major contracts on I-74, as you said, one in Peoria, one in the Quad Cities. And, uh, you know, if, if uh, the stars line up and I happen to do another piece of I-74, that would be great. But I just enjoy working on these jobs, making them, helping the groups making them happen and uh, making sure that they're built uh, as well and as efficiency as they can. So we'll, we'll see what happens in the future. You never know. You pointed out that at one point you were overseeing about 450 workers um, on the I-74 bridge at its peak construction. You got to be pretty proud. We were talking about, you know, that nobody got hurt. But I mean, the craftsmanship that's gone into this bridge, what a, what a well-orchestrated team project. Hey, you know, the workers did a great job as always and you know their foremans and the like that make sure that they're doing the right thing and it's it's just unbelievable a project of this magnitude and the difficulty of the construction of the river bridge that that there were no major accidents uh no real major lost times of, of work when you figure that you know a billion dollars worth of work and no major accidents so it's been great and you know the workers i tip my hat to them because they've delivered a quality product for the quad cities this bridge was also being constructed during a major flood <laughs> you also had to keep driven uh, you know basically traffic going so you had to you know the planning going into the, all the detours and to keep all the traffic moving i mean it really was orchestrated incredibly well over the period of, of when the construction really got underway over the last two two and a half years so yes there was a lot of good pre-thought in in the arrangements to make all that happen and, and we had as is usual a number of adjustments in the field as we move forward and we work real well with the municipalities to retime signals and restrike things as we need it. And uh, so yeah, major floods and you know, the, a couple really cold winters because those guys worked all winter, every winter since we'd begun. And we had some really cold winters if you remember back in 19. So, um, you know, my hat goes off to him again. They really worked real hard in some really adverse conditions to make this happen. Interstate 74 Corridor Project Manager, George Ryan. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.